Welcome to the Invest Smarter Podcast, where you'll learn about the power of building wealth through real estate and how you can achieve financial freedom through multifamily investing. If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com, and take advantage of our free ebook, Multifamily Millions, How Anyone Can Invest in Apartment Buildings. Now, here's our host, Simon Castillo. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another Friday Look Back episode of the Invest Smarter Podcast. I'm your host, Simon Castillo, and this is my opportunity to provide you with my best insights into the world of real estate investing, business, and entrepreneurship. So on, on today's show, what I want to talk about is something that we all, I think that we all face at some point in our lives, and some of us are able to overcome it. Some of us um, are still challenged by it. And I'm talking about overcoming anxiety and the fear of failure. And I think it's very prevalent, especially when uh, we're looking to get started in a new venture. You know, we're looking to get started real estate investing. Maybe you're looking, maybe you want to start a business, but you have anxiety about what happens if I don't succeed, what happens if I fail. And um, so we'll talk about, you know, what causes some of that um fear of failure. And then we'll also talk about uh, what are some of the things that you can do to help you overcome uh, that sense of anxiety, that sense of uh, fear of, of failing. You know, first of all, I think what, what a lot of us have suffered through in our lives that cause anxiety or causes anxiety or heightens our sense of fear of failure is we've all had some sort of uh, backstory. Maybe there was something that happened in high school, middle school, um, maybe we had uh, a, 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 something that we failed in in sports. Um, you know, sports are, are, are a huge part of our lives now. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of times we're judged by the amount of success that we have in sports. And, you know, for right or wrong, um, that can cause us to, to have a fear of failure. And then I think the third thing, um, the third biggest category that causes fear of failure is also uh, relationships. Um, so, you know, relationships that are healthy can, can provide us with a sense of, uh, comfort, a sense of well-being. but unfortunately, um, relationships that are not healthy or abusive cause the opposite and can increase the amount of anxiety that we feel, um, or uh, again, heighten that sense of, of failure. So I think what we want to focus on are what are those traumatic experiences that we experience that cause um, causes so much pressure to feel so much pressure on a day-to-day -day basis. And, you know, I, I would, I would ask you to think back and what are some of those experiences that you had um, in your life? And again, you know, school sports relationships are not the all inclusive list. You know, we all have our own personal experiences, things that we've experienced that um, will uh, cause anxiety that will that will cause us to to have self doubt in our abilities. So you know, think about what those are. And and in today's society, I think that's the there's also a problem with social media uh, because our failures now are are recorded um, and blasted on on social media. So not only not only do we have to suffer internally knowing that we you know, we failed at something, but those failures can also be, you know, blasted out to thousands of people who will see. 
um, you know, they will interact with you in some way and they'll see that you, you know, maybe you failed at something, maybe you tried something um, and, and didn't succeed. But the thing is that social media just heightens that sense of that sense of failure. What happens then, you know, we, we tend to feel inadequate. Um, we feel like we'll, we're never going to be good enough. We'll never be good enough to, to take on a new business venture. We'll never be good enough to buy that investment property because we don't have the knowledge. Um, we failed at something before, so we're going to fail again. We want to make sure that we don't ever have that feeling of failure again. And that's going to, that's going to limit us to what we can accomplish the rest of our lives. If you allow, if you allow self-doubt to creep in and you're not comfortable being uncomfortable, well, that, that self-criticism will, will just rule your life. I think a lot of us will have that sense of, well, you know, I would love to start a business or I would love to start investing in real estate. I would love to own a rental property, but I'm no good at, and I'll let you fill in the blank because I think we all have those thoughts. Oh, I'm no good at whatever that whatever that is. And it's that one single thought. Oh, I'm no good at. It's that one single thought that will prevent you from ever taking on an experience that that could potentially provide you with so much personal reward. I'm not even talking about financial reward. I'm talking about just personal growth development, personal reward. So instead of Instead of trusting ourselves in our abilities, in our ability to overcome, in our intelligence, in our resiliency, instead of trusting in that, instead we're going to trust, you know, that one bully in school. We're going to trust that one coach that at some point told us that we weren't good enough in elementary school, you know, for all for all we know, or whoever it is. We're going to trust them instead of trusting in ourselves. And I think, you know, for a lot of us, we also have an inclination in, in our lives to conform to what other people are doing. And we see it every day, you know, even, even in school, uh, we call that peer pressure, right? And when you're in school and, and you feel the pressure to conform to what everyone else is wearing, what everyone else is doing. And, and we'll tell ourselves, well, that's going to go away when you get older, right? Well, no, it's it doesn't go away because when you get older, it's called keeping up with the Joneses, <laughs> um, and you see it you see it every day. It's it's called getting that expensive college degree so that we can afford that car payment on that eighty thousand dollar Chevy Tahoe, uh, or fill in your your uh, SUV of choice here, and you need to make those mortgage payments on that you know half a million dollar house and those. Uh, and those expensive credit card payments, uh, because you want to go out to eat and all the, the swankiest restaurants all over all over town, all the bills that we rack up while doing, you know, fine dining, buying, buying uh, clothes and expensive items, uh, just because we want to have the same things and we want to be just like the people around us. Okay, so so maybe it's the fear of rejection that cripples us and keeps us playing the safe game. Maybe it's this fear of rejection that keeps us playing and complying and doing exactly what everyone else is doing. Maybe our number one goal in life is just to make sure that those feelings of failure 
that fear of rejection, those feelings of inadequacy never show their faces again. Maybe we think back to, to the time that we failed in sports and maybe we got booed or a coach screamed at us. And we want to make sure no matter what the cost is, that we never have to experience that again. So what happens? We, we don't take any risks. We don't take any chances. We don't do anything uncomfortable just to make sure that uh, nothing, that we don't experience failure again. And that's nowhere as prevalent in life, especially as you get, especially as you mature, it's nowhere more prevalent than when it comes to your career and entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is just like a sport. The stakes are going to be high. The failure will be obvious. And then when it happens, it's going to be uncomfortable and it'll be risky. Your friends are probably going to make jokes and they're probably going to talk down to you when you buy that dilapidated apartment building, um, you know, but the risk of failure is going to be that number one limiting factor, keeping you from achieving the goals that you have for yourself in your life. So that risk of failure is going to be incredibly scary. And who knows, maybe, maybe you actually turn that fear into something positive. Maybe it affects you in an opposite way and forces you to overcompensate and try to become the next Steve Jobs. Or maybe you want to change the world like an Elon Musk. Maybe you just want to prove to everyone so bad that you are actually spectacular and that they were wrong and that coach uh, was wrong for yelling at you and your dad was wrong for not believing in you or whoever it was was wrong. Maybe you just want to prove to everyone that you're indeed the person that can do this stuff. So in either case, there's going to be a fear that you'll lose your status, this fear of failure, fear of what other people will think of you. So how do you manage that fear of insecurity, fear of failure, fear of rejection? How do you suppress those negative emotions so that you can also achieve the goals that you want to do in your life? You want to start a business you want to buy an, an investment property. You want to build wealth through real estate. You want to find happiness in life. What is it that you can do? And I think it really starts with just answering one simple question. Who am I seeking approval from? I'll say it again. Who am I seeking approval from? And what I'll tell you is that the only person that you need approval from is yourself. You are the person that controls your emotions and you are the person that determines if you're happy or not. You are the leader of your own life. And the sooner that you stop chasing the stamps of approval from other people, you'll be much better off and happier because of it. So stop letting the Joneses set your standards for you it's time that you set your own standards that you need to feel good about yourself. Set those standards yourself. Ask yourself, how do you want to live? What's 20% of the activities that bring you 80% of your joy? Stop and think about that. What are the what are the, the what are the things in your life that bring you the greatest amount of joy? What's the moral code that you want to live by? What is it that actually makes you a happy person? And 
you know, I know some people will say, well, I have to consider the other people in my life. What about my spouse? What about my friends? What about my kids? What about family members that, that are, that are close in close relationships? And yeah, their, their opinions will matter for sure. But these people love you and care about you because of who you are. They care about you because of your moral compass. So if you approve of yourself and you're happy and confident in your own skin, these people will also approve of you and be happy for you. You will get their approval as just as a byproduct of only needing your own approval. And again, I'll repeat that. You will get the approval of the people closest to you as a byproduct of only needing approval from yourself. So set your own standards of success and work towards them. If you can train yourself to realize that other people's opinions don't matter, that failure really isn't that bad, then you'll, you'll be just fine. So now I have some even, I think, better news and even more important things to say. Uh, getting uncomfortable and facing uncertainty is fun. It's very fun. I mean, when you stop and you think about it, um, for all you all you risk managers out there, what's the worst that could possibly happen if you take a leap and you start a business? Think about it. I'm, no, I'm serious. Think about it. Think about the answer. We all we all live in America. You're not going to starve to death. Actually, if you're if you're anywhere where you're able to listen to this podcast, you absolutely won't starve to death. You probably won't even miss a meal. Your kids will be just fine. Your spouse will be just fine. And if you do it right and you do it in a low-risk way, the worst that might happen is you might lose some money, you might lose some time, but it's not going to be so bad, right? It probably won't even be as bad as, you know, your your worst traumatic experience and at some point in your life, whether that was the the, the coach yelling at you, uh, or maybe it was your dad disapproving of you, whatever that is. Um, if you fail in, in, in a business venture, if you fail in, um, in a real estate investment, it probably won't be as bad as that experience was at some point in your life. So instead of having a fear of failure, think of, think of the chance of failure as, as being what makes it so fun and makes the victory so much sweeter you know, building something is fun. Uh, and entrepreneurship is is fun because you never know what's around the corner and you never know what could happen. And I believe real estate investing is is the same way. And if you've listened to me talk before, you know that I consider real estate investing to be an entrepreneurial uh, business. You have to run your real estate investments like a business. It, it, it doesn't make sense to do it any other way. So, you know, in real estate, think about it. You never know when a broker may call you. Hey, that property that you've been looking at is finally up for sale. Um, you never know when a, a property owner will call you. Uh, maybe you've tried to reach out to a property owner and 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 offer him to buy a property and, and he's told you no and no and no, but finally that one day he calls you and says, I'm ready to sell. Or on the flip side, it could be a tenant calling that, hey, my, my, uh, my toilet's stuffed up again. Um, or or uh, the the water line broke, whatever the case is, it's it's unpredictable. 
Another question that you need to ask yourself is, you know, what drives you? Is it is it money? You might think that it's money and the things that you can buy with money, but I'll I'll tell you that it's probably not. You know, money does not buy happiness beyond a certain point. How much money do you actually need? And I would challenge you to actually sit down, you know, find out what, what your number is. Calculate it down to the dollar per week or month. And I bet it's a lot smaller than you think it is. And and I'll I would venture to say that most of the you know, 40 and, and 50 something year olds that are grinding it out in corporate America for 60 hours a week have greatly surpassed that dollar figure that they need to truly be happy, but they just keep working. And why do they do that? Probably for, for status. It's the status that drives uh, people to keep making money. Uh, but those people are rarely happy. There's There's always going to be someone else that will have more stuff than what you have. And there will always be someone that has more wealth than what you have. So you're always going to be striving to reach someone else's status. And there's always going to be someone that has more of what you want, that maybe they went on a more expensive vacation than you did. Maybe they're putting more photos on Facebook for you to scroll through. So if you chase status, you'll spend your life chasing something that's impossible to ever fully quantify and you'll never be satisfied. So my challenge to you is to take the first step, find out what drives you, build out your own set of standards and your own goals, and set your own personal stamp of approval. Go to a quiet place in your house, and if you don't have a quiet place in your house, you know, go to your car, uh, in your garage, or parked outside, go to a park, just find somewhere where you can have some relative peace and quiet and think. Get out a pad and a pen and write down what you want. Think about this question. What do you want your day to look like in five years? What's your perfect day? Five years from now, in an ideal world, everything goes right. What does your day look like? What do you spend your time doing? Where are you? What are the hobbies that you are pursuing? Who are you with? And how much money do you need to make that happen? Don't let your anxiety and your fear of insecurity hold you back. And don't let the fear of rejection hold you back. Don't let the standards that are put on you by society, by your neighbors, by the people that are in your circle of influence, don't let those people and their standards keep you from making the decisions that align with your own personal goals. Get comfortable being uncomfortable Embrace the possibility of failure. Go out and build something that you want to build. And as always, I'm here to help you make it happen. If you have any questions at all, reach out. My email is simon at sastexascapital.com. I'm always happy to set up a phone call. Uh, we can chat over the phone. We can chat via email. Uh, but as always, I'm, I'm happy to, uh, to chat with you and answer your questions. If you have any uh, friends that maybe are struggling to start something, maybe they have anxiety and a fear of failure, maybe they've talked to you about it, share this episode with them. Hopefully, if you gain value from this episode, uh, someone that you know may also gain value from this episode. And as always, please leave us a five-star rating and a review. It goes a tremendous way to continue to help to grow the show and to attract the type of content and the type of guests that you as a listener 
both want to and need to listen to. So thanks again for dropping in to this episode of the Invest Smarter Podcast. We'll talk again next week. Thanks again for listening to the Invest Smarter Podcast, the show that educates you so that you can take control of your financial future. Be sure to rate the show five stars and leave us a review. Make sure that you're subscribed so that you automatically receive the newest edition of the podcast when it's released. If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate and taking control of your financial future, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com and take advantage of our free ebook, Multifamily Millions, How Anyone Can Invest in Apartment Buildings. And be sure to sign up for our mailing list to receive exclusive investment opportunities straight to your inbox. It's time to invest smarter. That's sastexascapital.com.